Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode five of the Frisky Whiskey. Tonight we have a very interesting episode for you. Yes, we do. Mike D, what do we got going on? I'm excited for this episode. So this is our Frisky Whiskey events update. So over the weekend we went to the Big Smoke Meets Whiskey Fest down in uh, Hollywood, Florida at the Hard Rock, uh, the place that has a famous guitar hotel, and it was a great event. Super fun. Uh, they had all kinds of food. Tons of food. I, you know, I can't even remember, can't even do the count of how many different whiskey booths there were there. Like so many. Yeah. There's so many. And, and we, we, we had a good time. I'm not going to say we lost control, but we had a really good time. We probably got out of control. Yeah. A little bit different. We yes. lost it out of control. Um, and the, like I said, the food was amazing. And I came home with, I counted my cigars. I came home with 38 cigars. 38. Yeah. That's impressive. Now, now, unfortunately, I lost my coupon book uh, looking at some really nice... Accutron watches, so, you know, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a hot mess, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a good, it was such a good time. Um, and we, I mean, we tried a lot of good whiskeys. I know in our last show we had talked about, you know, we're going to come back with our top three. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, T.I., could there have even been a top three? Absolutely not. There's too many good ones. So between some of the VIP selections, some of the regular ones that they had in general, like, just laid out there, Way too many options for you to pick a favorite. Way too many options. And I feel like there was a lot of more new players that were being introduced mm-hmm. at this Whiskey Fest that weren't there last year yeah. or the year before. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why I'm really excited for our selections tonight. Because we're going to just do some tastings tonight. We're not going to go crazy and make cocktails. We're going to go through, we're really more new players mm-hmm. into the whiskey field, if you will. And we got some really good ones. Um T.I., why don't you talk about the first one right here? Yeah, sure. Uh, so the first up, it was, we have a uh, relatively new one to the field called Blackened, and this is their cask strength. And the cool thing about Blackened is it's in partnership with Metallica. Yeah. So pull out your Metallica tapes, have some fun. I just, just said tapes, you know, because yeah, I'm not yeah. old. You know, but pull out your Metallica <laughs> CDs, tapes, if you will. Uh, and you know, they're, they're, this is their new venture, and they're also making a cigar called Blackened. Um, so, but this is something that's going to be really good. Our other one we got is something called Keeper's Heart, and they're another one that's n- a new player to the field out of Minneapolis. Yep. Um, and they have the Irish tradition that we'll talk about their history soon of how they make their whiskey. And then we have the Calumet. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. That's the, uh, the Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. So This I, one was actually really good. This one was very good. It's their 10-year. Yeah. Uh, this is this is great, and all these you can get at Total Wine, and probably a lot of your other local liquor stores. You know, definitely if you, if you get shipping, you can order it online from wherever. You know, but to Calumet, I can't wait to talk about their history because I am very impressed with who and what they are, and just the fact that they're even making whiskey on top of what they do is really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Really cool. So I think we should dive right in here. What do you think? Yeah, why not? I mean, I say we get started uh, with the black end. Okay, so. The Blackened, here, here's a history on the Blackened. Um, so it was a collaborative effort between Metallica and master distiller and blender Dave Picarell. Um, the venture started in early 2018, and sadly Dave passed away in late 2018. Mm-hmm. So shortly after the launch of Blackened in 2019, master distiller Rob Dietrich joined the team as the, now the master uh, distiller and blender, and he's the guardian of Dave's legacy blend. Mm. So he's keeping this blend going. He's not putting yeah, this such a good story. He, he's, he's keeping this man's blend going, and that, that's really awesome. Now, all their whiskeys are aged about eight years-ish when it comes right down to it. So this man, this master Dave, this master blender, distiller Dave, had these already in his casts, and they, they, were, yep. they were ready to go. But they really partnered with uh, Metallica. Metallica likes their whiskeys. 
Yep. Um, and they really appreciate a good whiskey. And so this is really good. So their distillery is located in Columbus, Ohio. So it's an Ohio whiskey. Yep. And, you know, and pretty soon we're going to do the state of whiskeys. We're going to pick a state. And Not Kentucky. We're going to yeah. go outside of Kentucky, but pick a state like Texas, Illinois, Iowa, or Ohio. And we're going to start doing series of yeah. those, which would be pretty cool. So uh, I'm going to set us up with a drink. You want to talk about the flavor profile? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So kind of going into this, uh, so we're going to have some burnt caramel right up on the front, along with some oak, honey, and cinnamon, probably the allspice. I'm going to say that the finish here is probably going to be your dark fruit flavors, your clove, your mints, right? That's going to be... Smelling this right mm. now. Like, you're not getting that right now. It's in my nose right now, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, the the actual, like, finish of flavor profile will be that nice, smooth, creamy, some uh, maybe a little touch of butterscotch in there, uh, maple and honey. So I'm expecting a kind of a buttery, buttery, kind of spicy at the front. Should be really, really pleasant. And as always, we're using the the Glenclaren glasses. Glenclaren glasses, and we got our our jigger, which is the half ounce jigger, and the other side's a three quarter jigger. I might move up to the three quarter the next pour. Yeah, you, you know, know, you never know. You got to be a little responsible when you're doing tasting, so you want to do a couple of bottles here. You know, we do more than mm. one or two two bottles. You want to be controlled in the tasting. It does smell really it nice. Smells amazing. It's got a great dark amber color. It does. It's, it's just very so very <clears> nice looking. You definitely get that that caramel and oak. Yeah, it's got nice legs. That's really nice. That's really, really pleasant. What's, yeah. you, what's your taste thing? What do you think about that? So the smell right now, you know, the honey, the cinnamon, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the clove is there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, that flavor. Oh, that is just so soft. Mm. But yet, that, like, the spice hits you in the back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. So it's probably that allspice and the cinnamon. The clove. It's and that, definitely that that the oak. Yeah, the burnt the burnt, the burnt caramel. Is, yeah, it is it is a burnt mm-hmm. caramel. Like yeah. like, like if, go go burn from caramel, taste it, and then you'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just don't overdo it, otherwise it's gross. But no, but, it's really nice because it's 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 like a it's like a sweet pepperiness, I guess. Right? Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah, right. Because yeah. then you also have that, the that honey and everything like that. This is really nice. The dark fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's coming way later. Like way in the back of the palate, and then the mint I'm getting it's it's like that that whiskey we had last week, yes. where it was like just the touch of mint, or maybe it was two weeks ago. Where's that mintiness to it? And it was like the freshness of mint. That's what I'm getting. That it's really nice. There. I mean, this well, is this really is good. This is pleasant. I mean, that finish is right. We were talking about the finish. It is smooth and creamy on the finish. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that butterscotch, which goes with that sweetness of the honey, mm-hmm. um, and and the caramel, maybe some maple. I'm expecting. Um, you know, some more flavors will open up when we add that ice. Yeah. But, wow, I mean, this is, I mean, Metallica, man, good job. You know? Yeah, they did a good job. They need to, they need to come out with a song. Well, actually, I think we have to give props to Dave because he's the one, yes. you know, who made the blend, so. And what's cool about this, this is uh, finished in black brandy casks. Mm. So when they finish aging, so it's aged first in your normal traditional casks, which are probably oak, mm-hmm. but then they finish it off for a couple of years in these, in, these, uh, in these black brandy. That would probably explain some of the color in there, too. Yeah, the darkness is coming from mm-hmm. there, for sure, because brandy's a darker, mm-hmm. darker kind of thing. I never got into brandy. Me either. Yeah, it was too sweet for me. I was never, it was like cognac. I never got into cognac. So you think that maybe dark brandy is a little bit more on the bitter side, and that's why it kind of works maybe. well with the whiskey? Yeah, it's been so long since I even tried brandy. Although, I used to have the, the blackberry Brandy, I would keep for uh, we make a, uh, a holiday punch with it. Mm. Um, so it's very, but it was very syrupy brandy, like blackberry. You know, I had a 
heavy blackberry flavor yeah. to it. So it was, it was very sugary, which I'm not a big fan of too much of the flavored stuff in general. Yeah. Um, but, man, this is... But, you know, the more I keep smelling it, like, I'm really into the smell of this. Mm-hmm. It really has a great scent. It also has changed, like, how it smells mm-hmm. as we're drinking it. Yeah, since it's been in the glass, since it's been breathing, mm-hmm. it's definitely... The flavor's opening up more. That's really nice. Yeah, this is this is uh, so this one is uh, seventy five dollars a bottle. I'd say it's worth seventy five. It's definitely worth seventy five. You you have a friend out there who's a, who's a bourbon drinker or a whiskey drinker, and if you know they like Metallica or they even like yeah, that type of music, I mean, if they like that kind of music, a, it's a great it. talking point. Yeah, you know, just to have it on a table and say, yeah, this is Metallica's whiskey. You know, yeah. it's 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 definitely got a great you know story behind it, um, but it's just a really good flavor. Mm-hmm. I really like this. And this is something I would never mix. No, no, no. This no. is something that you 100% enjoy uh, probably on the rocks. On the I'm going to say neat is for people who really want to enjoy both sides of the flavor. But I think... I just got that maple. That last yeah. sip, I just got that maple. I just got a blast of maple. It's really nice. But yeah, out. this is definitely one of those, I think, <laughs> that you're going to be wanting to have on ice because right. it just makes sense to yeah. I don't know if you say blast a maple. That doesn't sound right. It's all over me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get our ice out. Oops, sorry, man, I'm making some noises out here. It's all right. I don't. I think they're unavoidable when you're dropping in the glass. So, man, that whiskey fest was so much fun. We met so many good people. We met a so lot of the distillers or their or their main like mm-hmm. marketing people, and they all knew their whiskey. They they could talk their whiskey probably all night with you. Yeah, and give us, I, you know, honestly. Shout out to all of them who spent the time just talking with us, uh, you know, about our podcast, about the passions of whiskey, about anything, really. Like, we went on tangents with some of them outside of what they had in front of them, yes. right? So, it really was a cool kind of bonding experience with yeah. a lot of the distilleries and, and everything like that. Yeah, I, I know right now we're drinking the, the blackened, but, like, I even like the fact that Keeper's Heart had their own booth outside of the main room. Yeah. It was kind of cool that they did it that. It was. So when we were out there, it, we went out there early, and it was really cool. So we'll talk about that as well when we get to them. But it was just, everyone was so friendly. You know, and, you, you were, you, and, and you know, we had a, we had a, a system, if you will, right? So we, uh, we talked last week. We had our top ten for mm-hmm. the VIP hour, which we got to most of them. Uh, oh, I know Old Fitzgerald wasn't there. Old Fitzgerald wasn't there, but we hit all the rest. I think we hit all the rest. And then but, we actually hit a couple extra. Yeah, and you know, it was nice because my first two years, I could say the VIP, I had a certain, I don't know what the right word is, but, you know, we got we kind of got burned the first year. That was, that was our fault. Yeah, that was totally Second year, I, you know, when I went, I got in early, but like there's they, did, they either didn't have some of the VIP whiskeys that were on the list at mm-hmm. all, and then they didn't have anything to even like make up for it. Um or they ran out even quickly when I was there. Mm. This year, they didn't run out of VIP. No. In fact, like, I mean, look, we talked about it. VIP went into the regular hour, which was fine, because you know what? We got to try them all. Yeah. And we had to rush either, which was Yeah, nice. we got to walk around, collect cigars while we were yep. doing it. Yep, that was a part of our system. Like, you walk by a place. I, I think we were stopping and hanging out with people at tables. Yep, we were right? talking to people. We, we, made, we made, made friends. That's the mm-hmm. good thing about this event. You, everyone's your best friend. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And, and, and well, you're all, all there for the exact same reason. And it's every type of people, <laughs> class of people. You think yeah. about it that way. Every time, it was... Everyone was talking. Everyone's there. Yeah. They're having a good time. They're all smoking cigars. They're all drinking. You know what was really cool is the amount of people that it was their first year that we ran into. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, I believe there we were out. Uh, I think we were just out after leaving Keeper's Heart, and we were sitting oh. at some tables, and we ended up, you know, we were hanging out, having a cigar, yep. and we were kind of just chatting who was at the table, and all four of them 
where their very first time, different backgrounds, different places. One woman, she had her own cigar shop mm-hmm. up north. Yep. yep. Uh, two of them were dating. One was from Trinidad. Yep. Right. Yep. The other yep. one from Miami. Right. It was, and then the uh, two guys. One guy from Washington, yep. uh, one, DC, and one, one guy, guy from Tampa. Yep. It was just, it was a really good, fun conversation, conversation with all of them. I got into it with the guy from Washington. Yeah, you See did. a little bit, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he held his own and didn't just, like, pick you up and body slam you. He was pretty big. He was pretty big. He was. <laughs> he was. But, you know, I held my own, too, though. Oh, you did. I, I you didn't did. back off. You gave, you gave stats back. Oh, yeah. So, so if you, my whiskey fans out there, don't know anything about me, I am a Dallas Cowboy fan. Yes, I am the worst. And <laughs> the guy sitting across from me was a Washington Commanders fan, so I made fun of him that immediately. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, it was just good back and forth. And, like, yeah. he was throwing things at me. And I was like, oh, I oh, I got so much on you. Hold on. <laughs> you know, let's talk about your owner. Let's talk about this. Let's, you know, I was just like, was the last time you made the playoffs for real? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, my team breaks my heart every year. But, hey, they break my heart. Yeah. You know. But, no, it was fun. It was, it was, it was really a really fun job. event. And, like, we met those guys that I think they were from um, – Iowa, we had that one table, the guy, the, the two guys with the beards. Yeah. They were really cool to hang they out with. They were really cool to, to hang out with, yeah. And uh, we met that one guy who went to the earlier sessions that we didn't go to for yep. the cigar yep. seminar. He actually met us at Keeper's Heart. Yes, 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 yep. he did, yes. And he, his stories were kind of cool because, you know, he was going through the, whisk, the the cigars he got to try, and they had special whiskeys for those cigars. Mm-hmm. So he had a really good time. And he got some, he also got some limited edition cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that sounds like we're going to do that next year for sure. Yeah. It, I, from what he said, it's a hundred percent worth the cost mm-hmm. just because you're getting stuff that no one else gets. Yeah. It, it's like anniversary ones. Yes. Cigars that are like 50, 60 bucks and they're like reserved for just very specific occasions or yep. the family themselves. Right. And what I like though, is what they changed was they used to be, it used to be a two day event where you had to go, you had to be there for Friday for yeah. this part of it. They actually now put it all one day. So that was probably one of the reasons why I didn't want to go to that extra part. Yeah, Cause you have to give up. You either have to stay down there for two days, two days. or, and we live here. So like, I didn't want to, we, we don't want to have to go down there for two days. And, and that mm-hmm. event is a shorter event. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it I like the fact that they, they all now make it all one day. Yeah, it's nice too because I think it starts at like one thirty now, yeah, and it ends at four thirty. So you basically get a chance to grab all your cigars, hang out with everybody, ask your questions in the seminars, get in line for that VIP, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get in. You know, you're not sitting there scrambling or anything yes. like that. Yeah. So that's nice. So that was a good time. Let me tell you something. This with ice, this packing with ice, the maple comes out, the butterscotch comes out. The you know honey, what I'm actually just, surprised it, it really about? sweetens up a lot, but it's a good sweet. It's not a oversweet by any means, but the sweet is there. The thing that I'm most surprised about, the spicy stuck around. It did. That all spice. That almost always goes away. But yeah. that like nice kind of burnt spiciness is still there. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds gross me describing it as burnt spiciness. I mean burnt caramel, that nice kind of uh, savory sweet, and then those spices. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really good. It, yeah. It, it is really good. So I'm 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 really enjoying this, and the finish is 100 with that honey, that maple, yeah. all of that is still there in the finish, but it's just a little bit more pronounced. Yeah, a little bit earlier. Yeah, no, this is this is, and and you called it when we when we were drinking it neat. This is something you definitely want to have over. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something where I could sit back on my porch, and just chill out with a cigar, and just have some good music playing, some Metallica, yeah. you know, <laughs> or Metallica type music too, and just yeah. like. Really get into it and just enjoy it. You know, this is this is tasty. This is a good whiskey. Like this, this is. I'm going to call this out. This would go on my flask. Like when I'm yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. This is, a, this is a great flask whiskey. Oh, it is. Yeah, 
Because, oh, yeah. you know, if someone was like, hey, can I have that? And they can't handle it, you know they're not asking for you again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just give it to them straight. Mm. <laughs> no, this is a really good, this is a really good whiskey. That, that is so good. You know, I, I like the bottle. I like the way the bottle yeah, looks. It's really simple. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is, guys, check this out. Guys and girls out there, check it out. Go to their website. Check out the Black & website. Mm-hmm. Get the whole story about them. Uh, and then you'll, you'll see all the other bottles that they, they produce. We, we went with the cash strength because that was our our favorite one, I think. Yeah, we yeah, when there. we were trying it at the, at the Whiskey Fest. And let me tell you, if they had more than one, we tried more than one at each one. We definitely tried more than one at each one. Oh, right? definitely did. Yeah, we definitely did that. Well, I mean, one of the time you had me, like, quadruple fisting, man. Well, yeah, you know, it was towards the end of the night, like, oh, wait, we didn't go here. You got to try this one, this one, and this one, because I tried them last year. And, like, poor T.I. here was trying. Yeah, I think you had a cocktail. I did. I had, I had like, a golden old-fashioned. Golden old-fashioned. I had, I had another. I had my glass filled with something else. And the guy and was giving you two more. Yeah, and the guy from from the few. And I'm like, drink it, drink it, drink it. He was, at, it, the, <laughs> he was <laughs> at the few tent, and he turned the booth, and he was just like, "Oh, you want one of these? You want some more of these?" He was just like handing me plastic cups. I was like, "Bro." <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I, I think that that's one of the ones we really, we really didn't get to hit with few, and they make a great they make mm-hmm. a great whiskey too. Nothing against them it was just there was so much there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a lot. It was really it wasn't overwhelming, but it was like. I, 100% we didn't get to everybody. No. There's no way in heck you could no. get to everybody. No. And we, and we had some surprise ones that we liked. Like, yeah. I'll, I will say this right now. The Johnny Walker rye. That American uh, that rye. American rye was, Ooh, was very, That very was good. so good. You know, if you're looking for a rye to pick up, and a rye for mm-hmm. a gift, get that Johnny Walker rye. There's some great ryes out there. That Don't might actually make an episode because it was oh, worth it. It's oh, it's, com- it's coming. No, yeah, that that was on our That list. was really good. Yeah, I was very impressed with them. Uh, and just, you know, just... Great, great whiskeys out mm-hmm. there. That golden old fashioned was weird. It was. I, I don't know what they did to make it. You know, I don't even remember that. So I don't remember what whiskey it was. I remember it was like a weird cross thing. I'm. Not, I don't remember. It might be on our list somewhere, and I might be able to look at the name and be like, "Oh yeah, that's it." But honestly, like I remember the symbol being weird. Everyone was getting these, and somebody talked Mike, <laughs> Mike D, and I into getting one. They were like, oh, you got to go over and try it this. That, it was a couple we met. The yeah, tra- yeah, yeah. The guy from Trinidad yeah, and yeah, the girl yeah. from Miami. They said it was delicious. And I was, we were like, it well, all bad. right. It was bad. I mean, I was already drunk at that point. So yeah. Anything would have been good. Honestly, point. like, I think you got the the other one. I got the golden one. And I was like, eh. Yeah. Like, it was too sweet for me. Well, you know, when you're making it old-fashioned in a big, giant pitcher, and like, the way he was making it, yeah. it was it, 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 it's not how you make it. And it did have food-grade gold flake in it. it so did. it was ridiculously gold. Yes. It, yes. And it was swirly, and it looked cool, but, like, oh yeah, 100% not my cup of tea. <laughs> All right. So, I think we're going to move on. Yeah. Ready yeah, to move yeah, on yeah. to the yeah. next, next part of our adventure here? Yeah, why not? Let's do All it. All right. So, we're going to bring in the Keeper's Heart. Now, these guys are cool. Um, these guys are new to the field, if you will. Like we said, mm-hmm. these are all new players to the field. And uh, Keeper's Heart is based out of Minneapolis. And this is a really interesting story, okay? It, it was started by these cousins, Patrick and Michael. And they, they wanted they they created this to celebrate the spirit of their family and leave a meaningful legacy uh, for generations to come. So they wanted to start a, a distillery, start a whiskey business. And so they, what they did was they went and they were, and they they were Irish. So mm-hmm. went, they went back to their homeland of Ireland, Ireland, and met with master distiller Brian Nation. Apparently, he's like one of the best distillers in Ireland. Like he probably has his hands on Bush Mills mm-hmm. and all all the, all the main players there, and. This is what they, after meeting with him, and it was supposed to be a half-hour meeting, it ended up being like a six-hour meeting. And after meeting with him, it was what kind of started to form the idea of what they wanted to produce. 
And what was born out of that was traditional Irish whiskeys, American Irish blends, and American whiskeys. All of them good. Uh, and, they, and they're all made in the traditional, traditional Irish style, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. And their distillery was built in an old potato factory in Minneapolis. Appropriate. And they, they used the classic three copper pot stills. And so this whole thing started back in 2014. Mm-hmm. They started making their whiskeys in 2014. But they, their whiskey debuted in 2021. So they, like I said, they're very new to the field. Very new. But when I tell you impressive, and we tried all three of theirs. Yes, we we tried the, the Irish bourbon, the uh, American whiskey, and it was the Irish. It was the 10-year single malt. 10-year single malt, Irish, Irish American whiskey, Irish bourbon, the 10-year single malt. Yep. And, and all of them were delicious. All of them. All of them were great. I know we really enjoyed that Irish bourbon one because it was such a yeah. unique blend it together. It really was. Um, and also the, the folks at the booth were fantastic to talk to. Yeah, this guy named Bip. If you go to the website, you'll see his, you'll see his picture. Go check the website. Bip was awesome to talk to. Yep. You know, he was he was really passionate about what, what he is working with and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, anyway, and they all were, ultimately, at the end of the day. So hey, I'm going to up our game. We're going to do three quarters. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Go so you want to talk about the, uh, the flavor profiles we're going to be experiencing here, T.I.? Yeah, sure. Uh, so... With Keeper's Heart, uh, this one is going to, this one's interesting, right? So this one's going to kind of start off on the kind of peppery side. And then we're going to kind of flow into uh, kind of herbal and sweet notes, right? And then there's going to be uh, kind of a, I don't want to call it, a, it's not a monotone finish. It's going to be an interesting kind of a sweet, rich wood finish. So when I think of that, I think... I don't know, mahogany. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Why am I closing? I don't know why you're closing. What am I doing? I don't know. Get out of here. I'm out of control, people. Get out of here. You're fired. fired. (laughs) So, oh, wow. Out of the gate, that smell. Mm -hmm. You know, that smell. That's when you get caramel in there. Yeah, the caramel, the vanilla. That's nice. Um, That herbal's in there. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is a lighter color than the last one. Yeah. You know, this has definitely a lighter amber color Mm -hmm. to it. You know, once again, you know, I, I swirled around just like a, like a glass of wine. You got nice little legs coming down here. I'll say these legs are a little more spread out than the other one. Mm-hmm. So you just, you just took a little swig of that. What did you think, T.I.? Definitely. You get that pepper right up front. And it kind of swings into, oh, that's really nice. That is an herbal flavor. Oh, yeah. Herbal's there. The pepper's there. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of starts... As it's as it's and winding down, down yes. as it's winding down, you get those other sweetness. You get the caramel, you get the, the cocoa, caramel. the yep. vanilla, the pecan. Mm-hmm. You definitely get that, and and it is it's a lingering sweet, rich taste. Mm-hmm. It sits in there for a second. Mm-hmm. It, it really does. That's it, pleasant. It really does. In fact, I'm going to take a glass, a little swig of water. Yeah, take right. yeah, get yourself cleaned out so you can try it again. Because this is, uh, yeah, no, this is really good. Clean your mouth, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that mouth been? <laughs> well, it was that whiskey fest last week? Who knows? You know. You know, it was fun also being there because you know it's 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 a hard rock and mm-hmm. it's it's the casino, and you know casinos are great people watching. You mm-hmm. know, so we got there early. We had a couple we had a couple of beers before the thing started. So it's a lighter crowd, different crowd when, it, when you get there at, at like you know, three thirty. Yeah, everyone's kind of like excited. They're bright eyed and bushy tailed. Yeah, and, and then the, the night crowd comes in, and you get the more serious gamblers and more people there who there who are there to make their money for yes. real and. And, you know, and you have, the, you have the older people that go there that, you know, pretty much, you know, spend their entire uh, Social Security check, if yes. you will. Uh, and they, they love doing it. You know, you had a system which was kind of cool. You, you know, you helped me win some money. I did. You know, I, I, you can't get a, it's impossible to get on a blackjack table. But plus, I shouldn't walk on a blackjack table after drinking that much. No, you shouldn't. I can sit at a blackjack table and drink to that point. 
Like, but, can't jump yeah. onto a blackjack table <laughs> at that point. Twenty five dollars was a bit rich for you. Uh, Let's just put it that way. At that moment in time, I should I should, I should only play war. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I can handle a twenty five dollar table if I start there. Yes, and work my way up and have my cot and sit my whiskey as I'm playing. Yeah. I, I could sip half a bottle and be fine. Mm-hmm. I just can't walk onto a table like that. Yeah, uh, and you know, I tried playing some kind of video blackjack and that's impossible it did not work out well it just doesn't make sense you can't feel the table you can't feel the the the, the, the dealer and this is you know because you because when you're at a table you you're, you're you're it's not just you against the dealer it's the table against the dealer mm-hmm. so the table talks to each other you know they'll even tell you don't take a hit sit on that you know you, you have 12 don't take a hit you know because you want to you know you want to outthink the, the the dealer if that dealer has a 14 mm-hmm. you know and you feel like that next card is gonna be a high card you sit whenever you got and make that dealer take that high card because then he'll bust everybody wins yep you know so you want to do that and and also like as you're playing too like, like you tip the dealer sometimes you play a game where you, you the dealer plays with you it's, it's, a, it's a style of it's a way mm-hmm. of playing blackjack so it's nice you look at the dealer you want to tip or do you want to play it being the next hand because he'll let you know play your next hand you know, and he'll kind of like almost help you a little bit. Yep. You know, so it's you know, that, that's what that's what you got to be at that table. That's why you can't walk into a table where I was at. Yeah. You know, because no you were just thrown down money and lost. They would have hated me. Everyone, everybody at that table would have hated me. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite sure. You know, but you you kind of got the whole deal with the uh, the video things. Yeah. Man. Tell me what you were, tell me again what, what your, your your full theory on right. that was. All right. So so I have this this thing where when you're playing those the electronic games, right? They all you know if they're they're all kind of by chance, right? So they're only going to add to any of these games. But you can always tell one that's going to kind of hit all right if the max jackpot is kind of high for the amount that was paid out last time. So like, let's say it's a $14,000 jackpot, right? And you're looking at it and you say, oh, the, the last payout, the last person cashed out, they, they took a dollar with them. They must have lost their ass, right? So if that's the case, then you can sit at that table because within the first five times you play the max bet, you're going to get a lot of money back. So if you throw in 20 and it's like a one cent thing, right? And you're betting max bet, which is like a $3.50, you're probably going to hit like 60, 70 bucks, which that's what exactly what happened to you. You yep. dropped in your ticket. Yep. You played it twice on max bet. I think it was like $4 for that one or something like that. And then you walked away with 130. Yeah, I did. Right. I did. So, Absolutely. but the, the person before they, you know, they cashed out with like two cents. Yeah. No, you, you had a good system go. Yeah. It works. I'll give you credit on it that. It works. I, those electronic ones, I can't. There's just like if I can't figure out how you play and how you win, <laughs> other than just hitting max bet and then something happens, I have one money. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't care about the. I don't care what it what it did to give me the money. I just know that that's the way it yeah, works. Yeah, I'm like that's I think that one one hundred sixty. Not one thing matched that yeah. on that screen. I'm like nothing matched. Out of that way. <laughs> you know, so I you know I you know and that, you know I was watching these people play too, and I was like this one this one older lady. Uh, she was like hitting the screen, mm-hmm. talking to the screen, and like, give me this and this and this. I'm like, how do you know? It's like five different things. Nothing's gonna happen. Going lady. across that, like, I'm like, how do you know? But yeah, it was some, definitely some interesting people watching yeah. going on there. Uh, that bar is kind of interesting mm-hmm. too. That center bar. Uh, but yes, it was a good time, man. It, it was, was more interesting after the event than it was before. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. And I, you know, I have to admit, maybe because like last year I was by myself and I was definitely lit up. Maybe having you there kind of balanced me out too, so I wasn't a mess when I walked into the, into the casino last hey, year. You know. As much of a mess, as much of a mess. We try to play off each other a little yeah, bit, you know. Yeah. That's how we have but to do man, it. This, 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 uh, you know, this one, this keeper's heart is. Um, this is fantastic. It's it's forty one dollars for this uh, Irish bourbon whiskey, mm-hmm. and it is very tasty. 
Once again, nothing I would make a drink with. Yeah. By no means. No, this is definitely a sipper. Uh, this one, I will say, and now we haven't had it on ice yet, but I will say neat. I would 100% drink this neat. Yes. I have zero problems with this neat. It's a little peppery, and then it kind of mellows right out it into a nice out. herbally sweetness. It's really, it's really smell pleasant. is great. So now we're we're gonna, now we're moving on to our next phase, the ice phase. Mm-hmm. I'm re- I'm I'm interested. I think when we tried it, they didn't have any ice. No, and it was cool because a lot of the guys there did have ice, yep. which was good because they know. And we were talking yeah. about that how that flavor profile always changes. Mm-hmm. It's always going to change. There was that one that didn't. I can't remember the which one it was. We did have one that we're like, <laughs> nothing changed. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, we just got a little more hydrated. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> that food was so good there, man. What was, that, what was that beef dish? Like, oh, the tri tip. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it was like, it was like, was like roasted tri tip with like uh, mashed potatoes and something. It was like butter. Oh, it was so good. I think we went back to that thing like four times. Too many times. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had that, the, the lamb uh, tacos. Uh, yeah, like little lamb sandwiches. Oh, man. Those were really good. Uh, but the food was just so good. Yeah, there. it really was. Had some really good prosciutto and some salami. Yep. That was really good. <clears throat> All of it was. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really nice and well-put-together event. So this mellows out dramatically. Not dramatically, dramatically is the wrong word, but that peppery goes away. The peppery is no longer there in front. The herbal comes out more. Mm. I, so for me, the, the pepper is there just lightly. It's the lightest, though. It's not like it was before where you could tell there was pepper. When I push up, okay, you know, when I push up against the top of my mouth, mm. the pepper's there a little bit, but it goes away immediately. Yeah. But that, that vanilla. It's all right there. The pecan, that softness, that really, yeah. all that soft yeah, comes the, out. Because the pepper's kind of mellowed out, it gave all those other flavors yeah. a chance to come forward. And, and it's not as sweet, but it still has that vanilla. Mm-hmm. It has that, like I said, that, that, that cocoa's there. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, 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 you know, if you ever have a pecan, that pecan has that, that mm-hmm. certain soft flavor as a nut goes. Can you eat pecans? Yeah. Okay. So so okay so it's, you know Ti has some some allergies and he can't eat all nuts, but uh, but pecans you can eat. Yeah, okay. sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Yeah, it happens, man. You know, <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go there. Had to go there. But wow, this is this is um, now once again just like the blackened, you can get this for a gift for anybody. I think this mm-hmm. would be nice for next week for uh, St. Patty's Day. This would be. This would be a great St. Patty's Day whiskey if you if you're going to someone's house and you want to bring a gift. Yep. This would be a good talking point because they're new. Just please I, don't I'll, let them mix it with anything. Yeah, no, you don't mix it with <laughs> anything. I would I would even throw soda on top of this. But um, I like the bottle because it has like that. It's not. It's not. It's not a. What's that? The crest. The, the, the yeah. family crest. But it's a cool looking. Yeah, it's like a two hearts. In a clock. Yeah, it's 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 a very it's a very cool looking uh, bottle. Two keys in a clock, I guess. Two keys in a clock. Yeah, two keys in a clock, and it's got like the uh, the rook. Yep, as uh, like the twelve o'clock. The twelve o'clock. Um, let me see the back of the bottle. Says. Uh, and again, links to all this, uh, all these whiskeys that we're drinking today, they'll be available at the friskywhiskey.podbean.com, yep. um, or at any of our episodes. We link them all there. So wherever you're listening to. You can just click on the link to any of the whiskeys that we have here. Check that site out, whiskeys and cigars. You can get there, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah, you know what's cool about the back of the bottle? It walks you through the flavors. It walks you through what you should be experiencing. Mm-hmm. It's not every bottle does that. Yeah. Sometimes the bottle just has a history or a story of the place, but they're, they're walking you through the flavors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these, these guys, look, these guys are very new. 
to, mm. to the field. And I think I think they're going to be around. I don't think they're going. Anywhere. I really hope so. No, I, 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 I would I would welcome them to stick around for as long as I'm alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they're making whiskey this good already, yeah, no, they're not going right. Anywhere. You know, this would be kind of a cool uh, visit out there in Minneapolis. Mm. You know, I think about this: who would ever think a whiskey would come from Minneapolis? You know? Right. That's why. That's why I want to do that show to see the whiskeys, yeah. so we can highlight different states that. People don't realize that whiskey's everywhere. Remember, I made that joke about France. I, I apologized to France. Um, and then immediately you took it back. I took it back. You know, <laughs> I'm a punk. You know, but, um, but, but the reality is there's so many good whiskeys out it there. really is. Everywhere. And, and now that they've changed the law about bourbon, you know, bourbon now is coming from everywhere. Which is and which yep. is good. You know, because a lot of those whiskeys that weren't being called bourbons were bourbons yep. at the end of the day. Um, and and, and this, is, this is really tasty. And I'm actually going to pick up one of their other bottles. I, I want I want to get that that ten year old single malt that they have. Yeah, I'm going to try to find that myself. Yeah. I really that one. So I liked all of them. I'm not going to lie and say I didn't, but the single malt had just a special thing to it. I don't. It was like as old as they have gotten it, right? So like they tapped that bottle this year. They had to yeah. have, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we were doing the math on it when the dude said 2014, we're like, how do you have away, a ten year? How do you have a ten year? But it makes year? sense that they started, and you know, they probably actually were probably making whiskeys before 2014 yeah. as a family, yeah. and they probably because of their Irish heritage was already done their some of their research and how to do it the traditional mm-hmm. Irish way, you know, and probably meeting with that master distiller, yeah. uh, Brian Nation, which I should have looked up his name and see what he's involved with in Ireland mm-hmm. because apparently he's like one, he's like the the guy in Ireland to go talk to. You're gonna, you're gonna make whiskey and meet somebody. That's the guy you go talk to, yeah. Brian, uh, Brian Nation. Um, it must have been a fun trip for that family. And like I said, the guy Bip was really cool to talk to. It really was. Um, and the, and the whole event was just cool talking to people. It, it, it really, really, it really was. You know, we had a good conversation with Widow Jane. Oh yeah, we talked about the the French whiskey with him, yep. which they actually had there. They, they had it. They, they had, had two it there. Colors. They actually had both. They yeah, had two they had of both them of them. Yeah. Yeah, and he explained to us that he, originally they were the first importers of it. Yeah. And now it's gotten. They they made a name for themselves, mm-hmm. and now other other places are importing. Yeah, why were you able to find that total wine? Um, yeah, but, but you know, Widow Jane was always one of my favorites, and I'll be honest, it was hard for me not to pick up a bottle of Widow Jane for tonight's show. I struggled even when I picked up the Calvin. I did. I struggled. I was a you know because they had that Widow Jane bourbon. They had that yeah, bourbon, which, which is really good. Which normally all my Widow Jane experience has been rise, yeah. and and that ten year old VIP bourbon was quite tasty. It was very, tasty. which you can't get anywhere. Which I, I hate when they do that to me. Um, Except up in New York, right? Up in New York. You have to go to New York. So we're going to have to take a trip to New York. We have a lot of trips that we have to take. Yeah, we have a lot of trips we want to take. <laughs> but New York, you know, if you don't know about anything about New York, New York has, a, especially upstate New York, you can pretty much almost do like how they have the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Yeah. You can actually do a whiskey trail upstate New York, Hudson Valley yeah, area. the Hudson Valley. You can probably spend two days or even three days and hit like probably nine different distilleries. That's a good point. That's something that we've talked yeah, about doing quite a bit. We've had the Hudson. The Hudson's really good. Remember, yeah. I had that bacon mm-hmm. washed uh, rye that yep. was really good. Uh, and they have a lot of other ones out there. And you know, uh, I went to a, when I went there for a wedding. I went to a local liquor store, and they had them all. Yeah. So it was funny. <laughs> My wife thought I was nuts. Um, I literally bought like six bottles of whiskey. Yeah. And she's like, "How are you gonna get them home?" I go, "We're gonna ship the clothes home." And it was going in the, going in the <laughs> suitcase. Like, how do you think they're coming home? <laughs> Obviously. And we literally put my clothes in a box, and we shipped it back home and threw these things in towels. And like, maybe I stole some towels from the hotel. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe not. Who you knows? Know, who knows? You know. I'll hearsay. Yeah, I'll hearsay, you know. But uh, I wrapped all these bottles up in, 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 in towels and, and, and whatever clothes I didn't ship back. Because, you know, you get that 50-pound weight limit for your 
Yeah, you know. Sort of thing. So I, I mean, I, I I didn't come home with all six. I remember I gave one to my 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 brand, my 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 niece's husband. Mm. What is he like a nephew in law? Is that how oh, that works? I don't know how it works. I don't think that works. I don't think there's such thing as a nephew. I get lost after like grandma, Bro- grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Cousin. You know, brother in law. I get you know, but but uh, I gave him a bottle, and I think I drank a bottle with my cousins while I was there. Um, so, but, but you know, it was I brought I came home with some really really good whiskeys. Yeah. I, you know, we, we talked about it. We, we definitely want to check that out. But I think everywhere you go, you can probably find a decent whiskey trail. Yeah, I think so. Or at least, you know, enough whiskeys where you can get a flavor of the area or the region. Yeah. Right? And get a cool story about how they got going. Yeah. And, and especially now, I mean, take into consideration what we're drinking today, right? Mm-hmm. So we've had the blackened 2012. That's out of Ohio. Out of Ohio. We have Keeper's Heart right here, 2014. Minneapolis. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. Right? So, like, if you're thinking about it, like, how we're kind of moving along, you know, in the the states here at least, with whiskey, it wouldn't surprise me if we could go to any state and have, you know, like a 50-mile type of thing, kind of like up in Kentucky where you have, like, you know, the original, like, 10... I think it is right. Mm-hmm. The original twelve, right there on on row. But then there's also like if you take a forty minute drive or something like outside the city, there's another one that's there from some of the yep. other more rural ones. Right. But I mean, we definitely hit Texas, Colorado, yeah, Kansas because that's absolutely. back in the day. I mean, they all made whiskey back in yeah. those days. And we have some great food for tonight, don't we? Oh yeah, that's right. So uh, I went and uh, so for those of you who are live in Florida, most of you are transplants. You're a transplant. I'm a transplant. I'm a transplant. You're a transplant. Wouldn't you want to be a transplant too? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm from New York. He's from Massachusetts. You know, but everyone's like from Chicago, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, probably a good stronger New York presence here. So we actually did some pizza tonight. You know, there's nothing better than whiskey munchy food than pizza. Yeah, when it comes right down to it, especially good combo pizza. Good combo pizza we had tonight. And you know, and, and you know, over the last 15, 20 years, pizza's gotten a lot better in South mm-hmm. Florida. We have a lot more, you know, better New York style pizza. You know, I can name of a couple of, you know, Gardens Pizza. That guy's awesome. Uh, Angelo's out in Jupiter's is awesome. But where I went to tonight to get this pizza, this is what I call Florida pizza. It's 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 only in Florida, although you have a little story to talk about that. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about that in a second, too. But it's it's a Florida homegrown pizza. It's not like a pizza you're going to get out of New York. It's not mm-hmm. even, They're not even trying to be a New York-style pizza. Yeah. And they've been around since 1975. That's a hot minute. That's a long time. For this type of pizza. And we had gotten meatball, pepperoni, mushrooms, onions, and peppers, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a round pizza, but how they cut it, they don't cut it triangle. No. You know, it's it's they, they do that crisscross thing where it's all Kinda squares. Like, yeah, square you know, rectangles. You know, when I was a kid growing up, you always fought for the four the four corner pieces because yep. those were always the best pieces because it was the closest thing to look like a New York pizza. You know, but, <laughs> um, you know, their crust is, it's a crispy crust, but kind of buttery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's an old school. Florida pizza. And people, you know, a lot of people from New York are going to stub their nose right when I said that, right? Mm-hmm. Florida pizza. <laughs> you know, and I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm a snob. got to give it a try. I'm a pizza snob. I'm a cheese a snob. But this is a great pizza. When I first moved here as a kid, which I'm not going to say when, but it was probably a couple years after they opened, 79. You know, when we first moved to Florida, there was no New York style pizza mm-hmm. anywhere. And this was our first introduction to pizza in Florida. And we had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> like we opened it up like, like uh, uh, look how they cut it <laughs> like that's different and you know and it, but it grew on us and it yeah. was a, it's a good pizza it is. it's just a good Florida. it's my first time having it and I can agree it's and, very good and you mentioned something about that what did it remind you yeah, of yeah so so that from my hometown growing up there's a place called Central Pizza and to me it, it's the best pizza in Massachusetts 
It's probably not, but to me it was, right? So having this pizza this evening, it's like the exact same cut, exact same type of crust. Like everything was identical and even the fl- down to the flavor. And it just brought back like a whole bit of nostalgia of central pizza that I haven't had in, I don't know, probably a decade at this point. So I'm going to call them tomorrow. Palm Springs Pizza. I want to know where their roots are from. Because obviously, like I said, everyone's a transplant from Florida. Yeah. There's, there's no such thing. I mean, look, there are such things as true Floridians, but I want to see if their actually roots came from maybe Massachusetts or yeah. something like that, where maybe that's where that whole idea was born from. Maybe they're from yeah, the maybe. same town where you're, you're talking about. Because it, it is a good pizza. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. We're gonna, we had some before the show. We're going to have some after the show, obviously. Absolutely. You know, and we also had a nice Greek salad. Yeah. They were famous for their Greek salads. You know, I think back in the late 70s, Greek wasn't a big thing in terms of you had to go. If you found a Greek restaurant in 79 in Florida, you're, you're probably had to go to Miami, right? So they, they were famous for their pizza and their Greek salad. And that's what, every time we went there, that's what we got. And 100%, it's not a fancy salad. It's no. just a really well done. It's just good salad with crispy a bunch of, bunch lettuce of uh, and good sized chunk, tomato chunks. Ch- tomato chunks, a bunch of, a ton of feta cheese in yeah, there. Yeah, ton. And it had the little pepperoncinis in yeah. there. No, but it was just, it's just good old, to me, it's just good old fashioned. Florida pizza, yeah, which is funny to say it that way. Good old fashioned Florida pizza, but I mean, I, I mean, technically seventy five that can be considered old fashioned. That's, That's old fifty fashioned. years or yeah. something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I asked a guy when I, when I picked it up today, I was like, how long? Because I had to drive. Like I live in Palm Beach Gardens, and I had to drive during rush hour. All right, so I battled. It was a, I mean, it was almost close to insanity. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it, was, it, it took me. It's a twenty minute drive any given time. It took me fifty minutes to get there yeah. to get this pizza. I, I was on a That's mission. That's a long time. It was it was like almost like it was that movie Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. This was this was Mike D going to Pontrick's Pizza, yeah. you know. Um, but it took me. Funny thing was going south, and you live you live down here. Going south at rush hour is insane. Yeah, no, it's cr- you but, just don't do but, it. But going north to come home, it took me eighteen minutes to get home. Yeah, like it literally. So it was a at over an hour for this whole thing for me to make this happen. But most of it was me getting there. Yeah, just getting there, and you know I have no patience. I have no page. I, I, I flipped off at least four or five people. Uh, you know, I drove by people with the, with the stare, you know. Yep. You know, even on my way home, I had no patience. <laughs> even though traffic was awesome, I had no patience. You know, it was just, but it, it, it was well worth the yeah. trip. I would do it again. I would. I want to go back. I, I, go I always look for a reason to go there. Whenever I do something going south, I do something down south. If there's something where I know I can pick up some food on the way home, chances are we'd stop by there and grab some pizza or eat there. You know, eat, and, the, and, and funny things too. It's no longer in Palm Springs. They moved. So they I forgot what year they moved, but they used to be off of, uh, if you know your South Florida, 10th Avenue in Congress, which is Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. They moved actually a little north from there. which are, Now they're off of Forest Hill in Congress. And that's actually kind of like the Green Acres beginning. Yeah. But so technically speaking, they're not in Palm Springs anymore, but it's still Palm Springs pizza. Yeah. It's got to be Palm Springs pizza, man. Yeah. All right. So, T.I., what's our next bottle? Oh, boy. So this is actually one that I've been looking forward to. <clears throat> so this is the Calumet 10-year Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So now when we went to Calumet, like they had oh, three or four different ones. This one, hands down, yeah. was the winner for us at the Calumet booth. Like yeah. it, we tasted it. We were like, this has an amazing flavor. Like, like it just is smooth. Yeah. Like it had all the right things for a yeah. good, like I mean, ten year old bourbon. I'm doing I'm doing a Homer Simpson thing right now. I'm, I'm just drooling. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, it was such a good and and you know these guys have an amazing story. Like yeah. when I when I looked up their history, like I was expecting something. First of all, they're they're once again like the other two. They're new players mm-hmm. into the whiskey 
bourbon fields, right? These these guys uh, started making their whiskeys back in um, uh, 2013, mm. all right? But they were making it for themselves for a long, long, long time. Uh, but what these guys are famous for, what these guys have a history on, and to me, when I get into it, I'm going to explain what I'm about to say. This is nobility, okay? So these guys established their farm, William Moore Wright. Well, I'm sorry, William Monroe Wright established this Calumet farm in 1924, a small farm in Lexington, Kentucky. Okay, after his death in 1933, his son Warren began to move the farm business towards thoroughbred racing. Okay, so if you go back to those time periods, right, 1930s, that was during the Great Depressions, right? That's when, uh, you know, people were desperate, right? They would go to a horse race and bet their whatever money they had in their pocket. Well, that's kind of like Peaky Blinders time, but out there. Yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Which I'm watching that right now. It's a great series on Netflix. Right. Check it out. Um, <laughs> over the decades, they, make, they actually had started producing winners. So they produced two Triple Crown winners, eight Kentucky Derby winners, mm-hmm. eight Pekingese winners. Um, and then in 2013, they launched their small batch bourbon. But these guys were breeding champion horses. And, and that to me is like, that's like the nobility of America. Yeah. That's like, you know, horse racing is a thing in America, right? It's, it's you know, everyone who, people don't watch football, they watch the Super Bowl. Everybody watches the Kentucky Derby. When it goes on, it's on TV, yeah. right? Everyone's, it's a, it's a mystique, you know? They want to see all these women in their hats, you know, the big things, the big drink, the... Uh, the mint juleps. The mint juleps, which, you know, when that comes time, when Kentucky Derby comes, you know, I'm making my we, mint julep. Well We're going to make it for you guys. And if you make a mint julep, if it's not crushed ice, it's not a mint julep, that's, 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 that's how I make a mid-jewel. But you know, to this day, they still produce champion thoroughbreds. In 2019, they led in the total money earnings as a farm. That's crazy. So they're still in it. you know. And so their 10-year-old bourbon is crafted in 50 barrel batches. Wow. And it, it's, you know, it's to showcase the development of the traditional high-ride mash bill they use, that they use. Mm. But like, I just feel like with these guys, like there's a history here. Like the the bourbon history is young, mm-hmm. but their their history themselves, the horse history. You know, I had an aunt uh, who lived in Long Island. She owned a racehorse. No, oh, and I cool. remember uh, her horse came in third twice at the Pekingese. That's big. That is big. You know, I just remember like how big. I remember going to the when I was a kid. They would take me to their farms. You know, with all the different horses they had, and it was it's a different world in the horse world. It's like I said. It's, it's to me, it's a very noble, especially thoroughbred racing. It's a very mm-hmm. noble thing. It's you know, I look look how they treat them now. The horses get like the, they put the thing around the horses. Yeah. You know, you hear the story about the horse. It's it's pretty cool. So I'm excited for, for because of the history of this. Um, and now this bottle is going to be at seventy five dollar mark. So we're back where black and was. Yeah. So we went seventy five, forty one, seventy five. And now we already know. Places to be. We already know that we you know we were so excited about this. Yes. Now they have an eight year old that was really good. Yeah, the eight year old was. Yeah, really we good almost too. bought that too, and you know, we decided that was in hand. It was, was in the hand. One that it was, was in hand, hand, but we put it back. So it's like you know what? Even though we liked that eight year old, ten year old was was, was, the was the one. So so our tasting notes for this one, and this is the reason why I think we liked it so much, right? This one, like immediately, there's not like a ton of the spiciness, right? So keepers was peppery up front, blackened was burnt caramel and oak, right, along with some of that allspice and clove. The calumet, caramel, toffee, yeah. vanilla, leather, wood char, toasted honey, and cinnamon. So you're going to have that nice buttery sweetness, some vanilla in there, 
going to have some nice little flavors of, from that leather and the wood char, right? And then you're going to smooth it right out with that nice, sweet kind yeah. of uh, toasted honey and cinnamon flavor. Now, the finish on this, right, after we're done, you know, after you, after you drink it, might get a little bit of spice, right, from oak, but there's also going to be complemented by some soft baking spices. Let me tell you something. I, I just took a taste. That leather is there. So, it's, you know, how, how do you tell somebody what the leather tastes like? Well, just chew on your shoe. No. Uh. <laughs> no, have you ever, like, smelled fresh leather? Yeah, like, have yeah. you ever smelled leather? It has that, 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 that smell is in your, yeah. in your mouth now. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is, this is bird, right? So it's got, it's, it's, it's light. It's, once again, a light amber. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as dark as, as the black end. The black end was the darkest. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably a little bit darker it than darker the Keeper's Heart. Yeah, it's a little. You know, um, but like, you know, the smell is so So the, the smell, to me, right on the, like, right up front, you can 100% smell the alcohol. Yeah. Right? It, it's like exactly. the first thing. But if you keep pulling in a little bit, you start getting some of the caramels. It's and you do fun. get some of the the cinnamon. I would stuff. say all three of these have very similar legs when you when you swish it around the glass. Um, I really do. It, it's just this is yeah. I, I mean that leather, that wood char, you know, like to to me like because it's from Kentucky, you know, bourbon. Like this is what their this is what their their jockeys would drink before and after probably the race. <laughs> yeah. You know, take a shot of this and then go, no, go, no, go, go win me a race, boy. You know? Got the horse on the ass. Let's go. <laughs> you know? Uh. But, yeah, no, I mean, so the initial, right, there is that of any there's bourbon. A, there's that oak in there. The cinnamon's there. So with any bourbon, right, there's that, that initial kind of pop, yeah. right, of, of the, the alcohol. But then as soon as you get past that, all the flavors start kind of creeping in. The caramel and the, the toffee and vanilla, really well complemented right in the beginning, right? Oh, this is so good. I, I I remember now why we liked it so much. Yes. yes. I will say, though, like the Blackened, this would be one on the rocks, 100%. You haven't gotten there yet? I agree. I, I think just calling it. Yeah, I, I think neat, you know, you maybe do a small little bit of neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's all you're going to have is one, maybe do one neat. But if you're going to sit there and want to chill out, like on my patio or your patio or, you know, you're at a party, you want to sip some whiskey. And, what, and look, all three of these are great. Mm-hmm. You, if someone likes whiskey, you got them any one of these, they would they would think you're the greatest person that ever yep. walked in the house. Probably got them the best gift yep. of anybody who brought them a gift that day. Um, but it, the, the Calumet the, bottle looks cool too. The Calumet bottle because it has the horse on yeah. it. it. It looks like it has. I like history. the blue. It has the blue yeah, and the gold. It just has. It looks like it has that history. Like this farm has been around. Like I would love to go tour this place. Mm-hmm. Like go hang out with the horses. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Buttercup, come here. <laughs> Actually, what I read about them too is they were they were rivals of Sea Biscuit and and uh, and um, uh, what was the other horse that was that was a big horse back then? Man of, Man of War. Okay. Um, they have eleven horses in the uh, Hall of Fame. Wow. So I mean, these guys are for like yeah, in terms of Thurman, these guys yeah. are like these guys are a real deal. Like yeah. you know, these guys took on Sea Biscuit. You ever saw that movie Sea Biscuit when Spider Man was riding the horse? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No idea how we got there, <laughs> um, but uh, it's just. But this is like a bourbon. This is, is. you know not that these. I mean, look, those are great whiskeys, but this is definitely. Uh, this is definitely <sighs> like the the next step. Yeah, yeah. I so. mean, th- this is really good. I like it. I like it how it's in batch size and fifty barrels only. So, and probably why it's seventy five dollars because you know 
less of a supply. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the ice. Yeah, we got to try this with ice. Gotta I got to prove you or me right, I guess. You agreed with me, so I can't yeah, really be no, proving no, you wrong. Argue with you. No, no, you know what you're talking about, T.I. Amateur. They're challenging me. Throw the cork at me. Bam. Meet you outside for a duel. Bro, you were just going to straight pour into mine. I was. was Here you go. Give me me that few treatment. Just top top you off right here. Perfect. So now what the big decision now is, T.I., because we're getting kind of close to the end of the evening here, is which one are we going to have with our cigar tonight? Which Which is our victory cigar tonight? Well, we are oh. having the Arturo Fuente, right? The Don Carlos. Mm-hmm. Which is a very nice cigar. It's actually it a, it's a stick that I've smoked before. Um, you know, I, I'm not a cigar guy, yeah. but I like cigars, and I've had that one. I like the Don Carlos series. Mm-hmm. Um, I say I'm probably going to start with the Calumet. I'm, well, oh, my God. So with the ice. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I, just, I just made that. If you saw me right now, I, I just kind of almost like... Like I just ate something for the first time. It mm-hmm. was just so good, you know. It, 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 it the flavors are still there. Mm-hmm. You know, some got lighter, but some. Are, but the, all those flavors, the, the toffee, the caramel, the vanilla, the leather, still there. Mm-hmm. That wood char. But it, it softened them, but they haven't gone away. No, that's what I like. That's what we liked about this. I think yeah. we had this on ice. Yes, if I remember we did. Correctly. And I think that's what t- really was like. Wow, like that's why we and really like. It almost more. this one actually became a little like silky on the palate. Right, it, it's kind of like it, it softens it, yeah. where it's like well, this is it just swallows easily. It goes down your just hits your tongue perfectly. Oh man, like this would go great with a steak. I'll be Ooh, honest yeah. with you, you know, or yeah. a good like a good like center cut pork chop mm. or a good veal chop, you know, um, something uh, seasoned with salt and pepper only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, no crazy seasonings. Just yeah. old fashioned salt, pepper, sear that puppy up. Maybe a little butter yeah, on yeah. top. You know. Uh, <laughs> but with an Oscar, you know. Yeah, uh, Oscar's good too. A little, a little crap stuff mm-hmm. on top, that, you know. You know, I know we're going out to dinner in a couple of weeks, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> I think we're hyping ourselves up. Yeah, for we're it. Hoping, definitely, definitely <laughs> have to go Oscar style when we go out, you know. But no, this this is really really good. Um, this, this is amazing. So I know we're getting towards the end of the evening. I always like to talk about the frisky corner. Yeah, what do so, we got going on, Mike? Dave? So you know, I mean, obviously, uh, you know this you know this weekend. Not gonna talk about because our show doesn't come out till next week. But so I know the weekend of the 18th um, out in Royal Palm Beach, they have the seafood fest. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be a really good time. A lot of different seafoods, a lot of stuff to yep. eat out there. And then the week after that, they um, on the weekend of the 24th, they're doing out in Wellington, which is another out, out west. Um, they're doing the bacon bourbon fest. Now yep. we're gonna try and get out there. I don't know if we can make it out there on this one. We we, we might. We might not. We probably won't. We probably won't because we got some things going on that weekend already. Uh, we have a special show that uh, coming weekend too, which we'll, yep. we'll talk about that next week as well. Uh, but um, it's been going on for a couple times. We I, know we, we I think we talked about Bacon Bourbon Fest last week. Yeah, uh, we've been burned. Um, so I don't know if we're gonna make it to that one. Maybe we'll talk to some people. We'll go and get some get some highlights yeah. from them on it. Uh, but and also uh, what's going on right now too. I mentioned it last week. Got you got spring training going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the, the ballpark of the Palm Beaches where Houston and Washington plays. Yep. Uh, a little farther north of them in Jupiter, you got the Mets and, and Cardinals playing. Over at the go, Roger Dean Stadium. Roger Dean Stadium. Yep. Go go check out a game, everybody. The fun spring training's yep. awesome. Did you see? Did you see the spring training game with uh, Will Ferrell no. in Chicago? 
Wherever Chicago does their spring training, Will Ferrell came out as a surprise uh, first base coach. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know how to do the signs? Oh, he actually walked out with a sign. He actually had a sign in his hand. <laughs> it was so funny. He's like, don't pull a muscle. <laughs> it was all, it was funny. It was, it was funny. But, but that's what spring training is about. Yeah. You know, and they have that new rule now. I don't even know about this in baseball. They actually now have a, a pitch count now. So oh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like with football, you know, you have that 30-second yeah. clock, and, and basketball, you have the 30-second yeah. clock and all that. They now have a clock, and supposedly it's actually working, mm-hmm. where games are almost being done in under two and a half hours. Yeah, well, yeah, because then before, you know, the pitcher or whoever could just stand there and keep watching first base, keep watching second. And there's a rule about that. First. They can only throw to first base, I think, two times now. Yeah. So they had to do that. I think, you know, with, with the new generation right now, the millennials and Gen Zs and I Gen think Xs. if you take that out. All of them together. I think if you even take that out, the game, I mean, most games don't last forever, right? Like yeah. most sporting events, right? They're over within a couple hours. And the funny thing is you go to a game, it's not like watching on TV. Yeah. It, when you're watching on TV, it can, it can get slow and mundane, oh. you know, take a little nappy in the middle of the game. But when you're at the game, it's, you don't feel that. Yeah, you know, but I also don't want to be there for five hours. No, <laughs> I want to be entertained, but then I also want to do other things with my day. Okay, so we're getting close to the, to end the show here. So the cigar night, our uh, victory yeah, cigar, the be? Uh, the Artruo Fuente Don Carlos. Okay, and once again, you get our fr- from our friends out in Arizona, yeah. FoxCigars.com. Yeah. They have a great online presence. I mention that every time. Sign up for their their mailing list. Yeah. Get on there. Get great deals every single Free day. shipping on every order. Free shipping, yeah. And these guys do a great job out there. Good friends of mine. Good friends of yours. Mm-hmm. You know, a little Don, Don, Donnie Brosco out there. He's a friend of mine or a friend of yours. <laughs> you know, he's, if he's a friend, of, a friend of mine, he's good. <laughs> but check them out. Uh, we have some great whiskeys tonight. You know, there will be links on our site yep. to get to them. Check these whiskeys out. Enjoy them all. Can't go wrong with you. Took a dart and threw it in you at any one of them, you can't lose. Nope, you know, and these are all new. Like I said, we, we kind of decided to go with the more new players to the game. I, th- I think it was a way to go, honestly. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was way you know, a lot of fun introducing new people, yes, to the, to yes. the you know, the podcast. Yes. So, everybody out there, have a great, great evening and yeah, enjoy, enjoy your it. whiskeys and have a great night. And we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good evening. <laughs>